Oh, live from New York, it's the show that's wishing you a happy Veterans Day. It's First Things First. On today's show, the GOAT has landed in Germany. The question is, can Brady keep the Bucks' Super Bowl hopes alive? Meanwhile, Jimmy G prepares for the Chargers. Why is the QB win GOAT calling his team a matchup nightmare? And finally, Mahomes, Dak, Hurts, Tua. Who will be on upset alert? Imagine if it was Mahomes. Alongside Chris Broussard. I'm Kevin Wilds. Nick, we know you don't participate in Upset Alert, mm-hmm. but you've got a tough call here with the Prince who has oh, promised does. and oh. Mahomes. Oh, I do. Woo. And we have Nick's picks undefeated in the last two weeks coming up. But also, you said could Mahomes be on Upset Alert? Maybe the original Upset Alert when Wilds went out on limbs, picked big underdogs, <laughs> as opposed to the new safe, I don't want to lose my struggling. Upset Alert crown Upset Alert. I've been struggling. We start with the game of the week, Cowboys in Lambeau, Sunday on Fox. Cowboys are locked in. Just kidding. Everyone on Dallas keeps talking about OBJ. Here's Dak. <laughs> Anytime you have a chance to add a talent like that and knowing Odell, knowing his resume, um, it's exciting. But understand it's also a business, and there's, I'm sure, 31 other teams that would like to add him as well. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, how should Dak's wide receivers feel about the latest comments about OBJ? I'm just wondering who's doing Dallas's PR. Totally no agree. one's grabbed Jerry, or maybe you can't grab, grab Jerry. Jerry. But the PR guy. But how about tell the you, play? Jerry. How about grabbing Zeke? How about grabbing Dak and saying, "Look, let's just tone it down about OBJ." If you want to text him that we want him sure. fine, but publicly, by the way, that's what Saquon, has, Saquon said. Was asked about this stuff, and he was like, "Yeah, I don't have to." Talk about him publicly. See, that's good. He's right. No. Because Saquon saying that he totally. and I have a relationship. But go Zeke ahead. Zeke said they're tight. But yeah. yet he's going all on national TV talking about how much they want him. Look, here's the deal. Publicly, the receivers have to say the right thing. And they have and they will. They, you know, we want OBJ too. But they're human. So privately, they got to be thinking, what are we, chopped liver? Like, I mean, if it, you said it yesterday. If it, how would Ezekiel Elliott feel if – Dak and Jerry and Mike McCarthy were all like, man, we really need Christian McCaffrey. We'd love to have him three weeks ago, mm-hmm. you know. And here's the other thing. It's not like like if it was Tyreek Hill, you could understand it because he's been tearing up the league for the last seven It's years. not like it's a dominant, he, right. immediate, definite difference, man. He's coming off two, his second ACL yep. surgery. The last few years, I mean, obviously Michael Gallup's not as good, but he's thinking – Hey, I've been as productive as he but has at least the last Here's few the years. thing. Gallup got paid. So I think this would be a bigger problem for him if he hadn't gotten paid. He got his contract this offseason. C.D. Lamb is yet to get paid, but everyone knows he will. His first round He's probably fine because so he's the definitive number one. Right. So there's the really only one guy that's probably upset by this, Noah Brown. He's probably the one guy. He's like, ah, oh, man, like I'm playing well, you know, coming off an injury when he comes back. This is maybe going to take some of my yards. Take, he's a pending free agent, my mm-hmm. ability to get paid. But I think you can deal with that. I have two major takeaways here. First one is this. They must get him now. It, it cannot be it, the owner, the That's coach, right. the other wide receivers, the running back, D, Micah Parsons, everyone talking about him. And then he's like, I'm signing with the Giants. Like, you get, they have to get him now. But the people who, or person who actually should feel some type of way about this is one of the guys who's been talking about this, and that's Jerry Jones. You know why? Because this is further confirmation. It hasn't really been talked about much because the Cowboys are winning. But that, that the Amari Cooper trade was a mistake. Oh, a no doubt. was a mistake. No they did it to say they, they, they have $6 million of caps, dead cap money for Amari Cooper this year You know by trading him. They got a late round pick for him. It was purely to save ten million of cap space. Yeah. Well, if you end up signing Odell for four million or whatever it is, now all of a sudden it's like six million of cap space, four million with Odell. You're not even saving all that much money, and clearly the team feels that they need more juice at the wide receiver position. They got it, they got rid of Amari Cooper prematurely Huge. to save money. So that part. That part of it's a little odd to me. They had another wide receiver. Mm-hmm. They moved on from him. Now they're 6-2. and two, Like, you know what we need? It's another wide receiver. <laughs> another person to catch passes right now. So you stumbled onto a good thing. Not stumbled. I was going to say that. What are you talking about? Uh, I should he, say you had it. A, a lot of the good things he <laughs> says he stumbles upon. Okay. Yeah, you had some you're very, right. You're right. You, had, you had some very cogent analysis Thanks, yesterday buddy. that I decided to build on. Because yeah. you said the, this raises the stakes for OBJ if he does 
end up on the Cowboys. And it reminded me of this thing. Raise the expectations. Yes. Yeah. So uh, Jerry Seinfeld did this documentary on like he was going back on tour. And like the intro guy says, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. The funniest man on planet Earth, Jerry Seinfeld. And Seinfeld went up there and bombed. Because the audience was like, ah, right, let me right, see right. this. And it's, it's an interesting part of the documentary. So when Odell, if he, if he ends up on the Cowboys, and he starts off slower than he started off with the Rams, his first game, he had two catches for 18 yards and a loss to the 49ers. Yep. Then he started catching touchdowns. But he but, still didn't have big yardage games until the, until the playoffs. He, so he was would catching be touchdowns. He was like three for 37 and a touchdown. Exactly. So it would be weird if he gets on the Cowboys – and, and there's this fervor for him, I think that would actually, I don't know, could it affect his production when there's such a clamoring to get him in the building? It definitely could with any team. If they had, if they had done all this to get him and he goes there and expectations are sky high, but even more so with the Cowboys. Yes. Because the hype with the Cowboys is already sky high, and now you bring in all this. So, yeah, it, it definitely could be a downer if he gets See, there's coaching analysis that I yeah. think you had a take and I just kind of made it better. So I mean, America. he might be good. <laughs> he might be good. Hey, Wild's big Odell take today, it seems like, what? was for the audience that missed my take yesterday. Yeah. Wild's got it back in reruns today. <laughs> I appreciate it. You, you had a hot verse. I made a hot song. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I like that. We've done that a few I times. Like that. Uh, on the other side, Packers exuding confidence. Again, just kidding. Going through it. Here's Razul Douglas. We've been losing because we've been losing, if that's what you're asking. I mean, we suck because we suck. You know, I ain't got nothing to do with London. Nah. It's just we not executing. We keep doing the same thing every week. Play two halves of football, never four. And that's just how it's been. I think he meant quarters, by the way. Two halves he of did. football. Later on, he said. Four yeah. would be too much. He said but quarters later on. Uh, okay, bro, what was your take on that? Well, I mean, obviously, look, he didn't isn't exuding confidence, but he's being honest. He's telling it like it is, all right? He didn't say we're giving up. He's just showing how disappointed he is in the way they play. If now, they win this weekend, Brew, you, you listen, this is your team. This is one of yeah. your many teams. Can, I, can I play you something, in fact? Oh, yeah. No, are you serious? What? Hey, go ahead. If you play this, I got something for you. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Can we play the tape, please? I haven't seen if, it. If Aaron Rodgers is going to better and be the man this year, trust, trust. You're knocking yourself. What, you got wild so far. better without Devontae. Well, no, I'm just, he's going to be he's Aaron be, Rodgers. Of course, he's going to be fine without Devontae. Facts over feelings. Yes. Yes. It's everywhere. It, it, exactly See, right. It, it. Okay. We know you're the facts over feelings guy. But, but you were in your feelings big time. And I feel, honestly, you're in your feelings now. You're in a tough spot. Wow. You're like, wow, I have to defend my own ego. You know, my reputation's on the line. Would a victory over Dallas make you believe again in the Packers like you did in that clip? Well, before, I, let me hit you with a couple more facts. Because <laughs> you're mocking my not pick mocking you. of the Green Bay Packers to get to the Super to Bowl. Up pick you stuff picked with. Because the Arizona a, Cardinals to meet the Las Vegas Raiders in the Super Bowl. All right, so, so you cannot mock me. All right, let's just get that straight. All right. It's not like making fun of a Roman. It's not picks. making fun of it. I'm, I'm talking about, but go ahead, bro. Sorry, that guy. I just, you believed I, in Aaron Rodgers, the whole bud list. I believe See, you. you. You're trying to get my dander up, so I'm going, yes, I'll believe <laughs> It's complicated, though. Oh. It's complicated. All right. All right. Nick wasn't born when some of my sayings were really popular. Oh, oh, no. Dander no. up and, and under <laughs> yeah. my craw. I mean, everybody says that. I know. You're in the catbird seat right now. The catbird seat. <laughs> yeah. All that stuff. Look it up. Google it. All right? It's not on Google. Google it. Google it. Google it. All right. Here's, here's the deal. It's complicated. Because yeah. if, they, if they just get a, a win, which obviously they, would they take, yeah. but if it's a close win, a regular win, something strange happens and they prevail. No, that's not going to get me riled up and saying, okay, the Packers can get it done. But if they go out and have a great win, like Aaron Rodgers turns back the clock and is vintage yep. Aaron Rodgers, all of a sudden he's on the same page with a couple of the young receivers. Yeah. The run game is oh, I'm saying a lot. The defense, again. yeah, all like, that. The defense plays well. Because, look, we see bad teams beat you know, better teams sure. every week. Mm-hmm. I hate to bring it up. I, I'm sorry. The <laughs> 
I don't hate to bring it up. He, you notice how don't he jump jumped it, in don't jump. before no, I could really just, hit home with it. Enough. But, yeah, the Colts beat the Chiefs a few weeks ago. So, I won't get too excited. But if they blow them out and look great, okay. then, yeah, because they are I talented. Won't. I won't. They, I don't think do they, they not talented? have any talent? I don't think, I don't think that much. I so, your Rodgers is done. Yeah, and the oh, team's wow. done. Okay. So, listen, the if the Packers win this game, to me the story on Monday will be – how big of a step back the Cowboys just you took. You think? For me. I'm just telling you At for Lambeau? me. Okay. The, the, guys, we, ha- we are now deep enough into a season where our preseason con- preconceptions about a team mm-hmm. should apply very little to what we think about them, and it should be evidence. So I've got four teams that are very similar record-wise and very similar on point differential-wise as far as points scored, points allowed. Can we show it? I hope we have it. I think we have it. There you go. All of these teams have three wins. That's not on there, but it could be. Yeah. They're three and six, three and six, three and six, and Panthers three and seven because they played an extra game. Why are we supposed to believe in the Packers differently? They are all three win teams that are outscored, you know, over the course of the first nine weeks of the season by about the same amount of points. And if the answer is because Aaron Rodgers well, is there, that's but the Aaron Rodgers has not looked like Aaron Rodgers for a single game this year. Aaron Rodgers has not looked like a great quarterback since December of last year. He didn't do it in the playoffs. In fact, he was objectively awful in that game, and he's been terrible this year. There are, I can show you one more thing, guys in the league this year with at least seven picks. Here's the list. Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen. And then it's golf, McCorkle, Mariota. No, stopped it. At no, that. no, 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 stop. <laughs> so Allen has a ton of upside and turned the ball over too much. Everyone else on this list stinks. And then there's Rodgers, who is not giving you the upside that Allen has given you this year. Like at at some point, you are what your record says you are, and your numbers are. And and the interceptions thing. Last point here, Wilds. It has been a decade, more than a decade, since Rodgers had more than eight interceptions in a year. The last five years in a row, he's finished the year with less than seven. He's at seven already. I know. So I just, there is, the Packers cannot convince me this week they're for real. There's nothing they could do well, this Well, I want to ask you this. If they, because I hear you, if the Packers win, everybody will be talking about Dallas. Uh, several of Dallas's best wins will have come with Cooper Rush, oh, right? I'm just bringing I'm this just, story I'm back just from the dead. Well, right, because <laughs> the wins, they lost to a mediocre Tampa Bay team with Dak, right? Uh-huh. They beat who? Detroit and Chicago, to a bad team and a mediocre team with Dak. Their best wins came with – I'm not saying – right. I'm not trying to start this controversy. I'm just wow. wondering – I do wonder if people will begin talking about that. Well, I, I, that I love okay. the I love the, I just, That's just God, masterful. Wild. That's just wild. masterful. You're just wild. Per, that mean, it's just it's magnificent. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I wonder I, if people I, are going to be talking about. I could see people on TV <laughs> talking about what he does if I'm not on TV. You know, the Cooper no, Rush dancing from the very beginning. He has kept he's talked like he is just a guy at a barber shop and he's like, I why, you know, I think that's gonna be a story. Some of those folks on TV might some of those Not big me. cable television shows Where might start it? talking about it. We never would. No, we deliver code and L. But I can see it. We don't traffic in outrageous stories. I'm just saying. I'm, just saying. First thing I'm the voice of the people. <laughs> what? The voice of the people. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. 
With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF. netsuite.com slash FTF. netsuite.com slash FTF. My name's First Lieutenant Corinne Swabrick with the 402nd FRST here in Fiji. Just want to give a quick shout-out to the New England Patriots. Go Pats! See, let's go. That's what I like. <laughs> Happy Veterans Day to everyone out there. Brew, uh, what does Veterans Day mean to you? Well, I mean, obviously, like everyone in America, I'm thankful to all the troops for protecting us and so we can have our freedoms. Uh, but also for my family, uh, my, both of my grandfathers, my late grandfathers and my father are veterans. Edward Broussard was in Vietnam as a company clerk. He was actually in Vietnam when I was born. Next to him in the middle, Burley Broussard, that's his dad, my grandfather. He was worked in vehicle repair and as an interpreter because he spoke fluent French uh, in World War II. And then my mother's dad, Leonard Beauregard, he was uh, military police uh, in Vietnam. So obviously very proud of them. And so it's very close to home, Veterans Day. I mean, it's a day to, to honor the veterans, obviously. And, you know, I didn't have many in my family, so a day to kind of for me to thank my friends and, and other people that I know, acquaintances that were in the military, and thank them for their service and what, you know, they do for our country. And, and I want to piggyback off kind of Bruce's point of having not served, having family that did. Uh, yeah, I have people on both sides of my family, but I want to point out one in particular. My wife's grandfather, who's one of the greatest men I've ever met, who did 30 years in the United States Air Force, Chief Master Sergeant William A. Jones. He met his wonderful wife. Uh, they're both still with us. They've been coming up on 60 years married. They met in the Air Force. They've been together. They both served, as you can tell. You know, he, he, back in the day, he used to be a pretty cool guy. Now he just kind of hangs <laughs> out. But all this, uh, he's the greatest in 30 years. Signed up when he was 17 retired when he was in 1977 and has been retired from the Air Force for 45 years after doing 30 years. Nice. Well, well said. Uh, thank you to all the veterans here and all, everywhere around the world. Happy Veterans Day. Uh, back to the show. We're talking Seahawks, Bucks. Uh, Sunday from Germany, 9.30 a.m., Tampa Bay receiving favorable odds from Vegas. Tom Brady receiving Lederhosen from a Sky Sports broadcaster has the really? TV. Yeah. He seemed to uh, like it. He, you know, it's a lovely gift. Wow. Uh, a Bucks win would get them to 500, but would it prove to you that they're Super Bowl contenders, Nick? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I the so let's so the premise is have they if they win, right? So if they win, they will have beaten Seattle, who is right now a playoff team, one of the playoff teams that would, that would have a better record than them potentially have to go there. They've already beaten Dallas, right? who is a team that you could possibly see in the postseason. Philly, they haven't played this year, but they played them in the playoffs last year, and they trounced them there. So who else are we talking about? They'd have to go through. Minnesota? Do I believe Tampa could give Minnesota problems in the playoffs? Absolutely. The Giants? Give me a break. Of course. San Francisco is the one team that I think actually would give Tampa the most trouble because of their f defensive front. Uh, Dallas obviously could do similar defensively, but they haven't mm -hmm. beaten Dallas. And San Francisco would have to go to Tampa because Tampa right now is the division leader. And with Atlanta looking like it's going to fall apart, I think Tampa's a pretty damn safe bet to win that division. And so, yeah, I mean, I think, I think that Tampa is going to be a very scary team come playoff time. And if they beat Seattle and then get have the bye this coming week, they could become a scary team before playoff time, Jeff. They're a scary team to me if their offense gets better. Like, if they don't score and beat Seattle, the same worries still apply. They've only scored 22 points, the highest this year, right? The offensive play calling, not very good. They can't catch footballs. They can't block anyone at certain times. There's a lot of dysfunction. They question the effort this week, Tom Brady and Byron Leftwich. So, to me, if they win 16-13 like last week, the issues still apply offensively. Like, you have to, in the playoffs, be able to do multiple things. We know they can play defense, but can they score enough points to beat the Eagles or the Cowboys or anyone else in the playoffs? Yeah, they, they need an impressive win to really convince me. I agree with a lot of what you said. Just the NFC, I don't think, is great. The three best teams, San Francisco, Dallas, and Philadelphia, have 
not questions at quarterback, but you know, unproven. Not, not yeah, unproven or young or what ha- or Jimmy or G Jimmy just G. pretty bad. good. Yeah. Pretty good. Not not bad. Pretty, pretty good. Right. <laughs> so Tom Brady, you you would take him over any of those guys just because he's Tom Brady. So I'll still think they're alive. They're clearly getting in the playoffs because as you said, uh, Atlanta's fall uh, they land as falling apart. Right. But I do need to see more. You mentioned catching the ball. They lead the league in drops. You know, and this Seattle team, look, Nick thinks Seattle's great. We'll get to this, ladies, in love with their quarterback. I'm not going to beat – I expect them to beat Seattle. I mean, Seattle's already lost to two teams in the division with Atlanta New Orleans Mm -hmm. that Tampa Bay beat. So, I'm not as high on Seattle as some on this table – um, and we'll get to that, but yeah, the, come the, on. The they shadow blow Seattle out to get me of Tom Brady's greatness is cast over every bit of optimism around the Bucks. So let me rephrase the question for you: Do you believe that a team that can't run the ball at all is a contender for the Super Bowl? Yes, because okay. Kansas City at times can't run the football yeah. and they're a contender for the Super Bowl. And the Bills can't run the ball right. except for with right. their quarterback. But they don't right. run the, – the, the Bucks run the, 60 yards a game. The, the that, that's their bet. Last week, they <laughs> threw the ball 58 times yes. and they ran for 51 yards. It is a recipe for unsuccessful and losing football. The problem with Tampa Bay is not the yards, in my opinion. It's how they run the ball. First down. Second down, right. throw the ball. First down, second down, throw the ball. They run run plays that do not work. Like they, well, I don't think self-scout. Which I totally agree, and I do wonder if the fact that last week the two drives they moved the ball effectively were both in the two-minute, the yes. very end where they had to pass, yeah. if maybe that will be the moment for Byron Leftwich where he realized, you know what, we need to be a pass-first team. We need to pass to try to set up the run rather right. than what they've tried to do, which is run to try to set up the pass. Maybe. Clouds, three yards in a cloud of dust, man. You just well, really you can't want this run, team. They're, they're, to, I just go like this. I, I go onto the stats and I click it and I look at the worst and I say, <laughs> "That's not good." The worst. I guess yeah, simple guy. Throw the football. And I'm also yeah. grinding. And then I grind the all twenty. Oh yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I don't just do that. I also grind. I'm out there grinding. Okay. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Seahawks. Yeah. Let's Gino currently has Let's. the sixth best odds to win MVP. Brew. Would a win thrust him further into the MVP conversation? I mean, at some point. Like, how long is the conversation? Yeah, I mean, like, after uh, a while, right as now he goes he's on, and on, on and on and on, yeah, eventually we'll get to Geno Smith. Why are you anti-Geno? I'm not anti-Geno. I just don't think he's, like, you know, going to be this superstar quarterback going forward. Like, nobody, like no, 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 no. You've got to hear the backstory. That is, you, that is you not no one him, has said he's going to be You had him ahead of Tua. In the MVP Yeah, two has missed yes. 35% of the season. Look, that's correct. Obviously <laughs> Mahomes, obviously Micah Parsons, Jalen Hurts. I got two ahead of him because they're 6-0 and oh when two but, but starts he's and missed, he's missed. There's been nine games. He's missed three of them. If he, if he plays the rest of the season and, and they, they go undefeated? Win, well, they, let's say they lose a game with Tua. And with him, what would that make them? Uh... Thirteen and one when he plays and starts. Okay, well, let's all, see he that doesn't happen. have a, that would a also chance. mean they might sweep Josh Allen because they've already beaten him once. But hold on, the, your the 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 Geno stuff is all about priors. It's all about the what helps him and hurts him to a degree. What helps him is Seattle is one of two teams in the league this year that has already hit. They're over for projected wins from mm-hmm. the season. They were projected to win five and a half games this year. They're already at six. It's it, them in the gym. Is it a team the, award? The, or No. What's no. he doing that's so Okay, well, he's number two in the league in rating. He's number two in the league in touchdown interception ratio. He's number one in the league in completion percentage. He's number five in the league in yards per attempt. So he is playing. He's number 13 in yards per game. Yeah, because they're not throwing it that much because the Because same they reason, know their quarterback is, bro, is somewhat bro, limited. Bro. It's because they're Seattle, and they don't like to throw it as much. That's why Mr. Quite Limited had to get out of there, had to fly the coop. They let me tell let you something, cook. America. They would have been better Brew off loves an underdog. Brew loves guys that have fought and clawed for their opportunities and then are showing the world that they can be something. Gino should be Brew's guy, but because... You know, he's the new husband, and Brew was best friends with the ex. He can't like him. 
I, so that's uh, the backstory. That, okay. The backstory no, is no, don't that Drew loves you Russell Wilson. Oh, Gino, by uh, any metric, Gino's doing better. Yeah, yes, okay, by he's any, having a better year than Russell by, Wilson. I give you that. That doesn't mean he's the MVP. No, but, but he's in the discussion. He's absolutely yeah, late he's in the discussion, six. deep down in no. the discussion. Yeah, is but, right. I mean, like around dessert. Yeah, deep down is what like thirteenth? Like where's he at in your in your mind? I mean, six, seven. Well, like, that, that, that guy's not getting a vote though. Uh, is he going to get an MVP no, vote? But you only get well, one right MVP now, there's vote. There's only one. So you yeah, going to go to fifteen in Kansas City? But some of it will be split. You you'll have Mahomes. You might have a few Allen if he gets back soon. Right. You might have Mike. You know what I mean? Mike is not be... getting an MVP vote. You don't think one? I don't think really? Getting, no. Any. Defensive player. Defensive player of the year. He's, he's outstanding. Don't get me wrong. Right, right. He's not. If, if they continue to win, too, the, the tension will turn back to Dak anyways. So he won't get an MVP vote. Right. But Can uh, I ask you a question? Yes. And you brought this up yesterday. Like a Heisman moment. Yes. Like guys kind of need moments. Do you think that Geno could have an MVP moment with a win over Brady and like an early game that at least the East Coast will be watching? I, I think the issue is that there's another 13 games after that. Like, if it was Thank a Sunday you. football game and he had that moment, yeah. we would play it all Monday and talk about it. But because it's so early in the day that he could have a great moment, and then by 1 o'clock it's all forgotten when the new games come on. I think that a guy with a 107 rating, 15 touchdowns, 4 picks, 8 yards per attempt, completing over 70% of his passes for a team that everyone thought was going to be terrible. And one of the reasons is because they thought the quarterback was not going to be good in any scenario, would be in the MVP conversation. In any scenario, that you guy. You know what he is? He's the most improved player. How about Okay, that? that's not an award in the NFL. No, so we'll make that player of the year. Come player of the year. He's in the run. I mean, there's maybe. a lot of guys yeah, I mean, for Saquon, that. Saquon, maybe. Right. I just, but, listen, uh, that's make, what he is. Can you get a budget for the most improved player trophy? Yeah, yeah, I mean, nice he one. might be that. There's some Somebody gives you that. You know what he deserves most credit for? Not being Russell Wilson. Because that's what they needed. Are you convinced he's going back to a pumpkin? I think he might still turn into. Seven and one Vikings. Larry David tried to warn. Yeah, looking to knock off the six and two Bills in Buffalo. Josh Allen looking less and less likely to play. In which the Bills would turn to Case Keenum, who inspired confidence with this performance in practice. <laughs> it wasn't. Okay. I don't know. Uh, would a win without Josh Allen prove the Bills are the best team in the NFL, bro? First of all, that was just cruel. Well, I'm not, it's a video. You would never do that to, like, Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi or anybody yeah, like that. Yeah, and in all fairness right. to Case, Case has been to as many and has the same record as Josh Allen in conference there, Okay, see? Here they both been to one and left it with a loss. All right, I'm going to hit you with the truth. Losses. Just because you went there, I'm going to hit you with the truth. Hit me no, with the truth. This would not prove they're the best team because they don't need proof. Oh. All right? They are already the best team in the NFL. We all know it. Now, of course. We all know if it. Josh Allen is everybody except you. Everybody in America Vegas except is Nick Wright. Well, if Josh Allen is out for three, four weeks, of course things change. But assuming Josh will be fine eventually, and they are still the best team in football, and I'm going to shock you. I'm picking them to beat the Vikings this week with Case Keenum. Ooh. Yes. All right. The Vikings are due. The Vikings have been struggling. All right. They've been winning. They've been winning. They've been struggling? They They beat Detroit. They're down 10 heading into the fourth quarter. Late field goal to beat New Orleans. Uh-huh. Uh, Miami they beat, but Tua wasn't there. Tua, their oh, offensive MVP. Oh, and they like squeaked by Washington last Sunday. Sterling so I'm Gumbach. supposed to be impressed? No, I, no, no. I agree with you on that. Case the, Keenum, <laughs> Buffalo's going to beat them. Wow. Okay, well, listen. I agree with you on the close wins thing. I just think it's unfair to say a team that has literally won six weeks in a row is struggling. Well, uh, I wouldn't call them struggling. Okay, squeaking I would, by. I would How say squeaking by. by. So here's the thing, as I knew would be the case. If the Bills win, they're the best team. And if they lose, they're still the best team. It's all a trick. <laughs> they, they it's all a trick, just like the Bills have been a trick for Brew all year. It doesn't. They have proven nothing, and by not proving anything, they are the consensus best team in football. If they, they lose, they beat Kansas City in they, their own building. Yeah, That's you know what? Proven nothing. Uh, no, it actually proves nothing. I told uh, you before the much. game. Before too, too far. And, and by the way. It would be one thing if they had dominated Kansas City. They were trailing 90 seconds left. That was oh a coin God. flip game. What? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. Did what? you see that? Did you say that when Kansas City squeaked by the Titans? What? Huh? Yeah, like a week course. ago? Hold on. Guys, hold on. Do you can, focus on the fact that they, were, they didn't can look we, good? Hold on. Because <laughs> this is where – this is where – and sorry, Jeff, I'll get to you in just one second. But I – this is where I get – 
you know, I do bad at television, and Wilds, because he's the self-appointed leader of the show, calls me into his office and says, you know, facial expressions. Yeah. People don't like when you scowl. Yeah. But it is so goddamn oh, frustrating. Oh, no, don't do that. It is don't. so frustrating no. with you guys See, trying you to out. convince me that I should give the same benefit of the doubt and the same dispensation to the zero-time defending AFC champion, zero-time champion, zero-time MVP-having quarterback team as I would give to the Chiefs, who have dominated the conference for a half decade. I won't. So is there a double standard? You're god dog right. Well, There's a double they standard. They got one you super. Are a little you're one talking super. about it like they're no. Tom Brady no, 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 and the no. Patriots. No, they have one. No, and I am one not in comparison to Tom Brady and the Patriots, the Chiefs, whatever you want to call it, era falls far short. But in comparison to the Buffalo Bills, which have are a zero-time everything champion, the era it, it looks quite good. The point I'm trying to make is this. If the Bills win this weekend, yeah. or lose this weekend, pardon me, they will be 6-3. and three. That might very well be, depending on how the other games go, somewhere around the seventh best record in the conference. Eh, I, something. At the end of this weekend, Kansas City could be 7-2. and two. Tennessee, the Chargers uh, could be 6-3. and three. Baltimore's already 6-3. and three. And Miami could be 7-3. and three. Your beloved Miami with your MVP, Tua. So at some point, that's got to matter. And here's one other thing that has to matter. Then I'll hand it off to my friend Jeff. The other seven division leaders in the NFL right now are 16-2 and two against their own division. Those seven division leaders are winning the division because they dominate their division. 18 games played for those seven division leaders. Within their division, they are 16-2. and two. The Bills by themselves are 0-2. Oh and, and they have four divisional games left. So, yeah, I'd say... I'd say it'd be a little concerning for Buffalo right yeah, now. Yeah, please set that record I, look, straight. The thing with Buffalo is, like, the before the Jets game, I would have said best team in NFL. But I do worry about how they're still up and down. Last year, we saw the Jacksonville loss. We saw the Jets loss. But here's the thing with Josh Allen is that, <laughs> is that if I were the Bills, yeah. I would make sure he's ready for the playoffs. That, that, that's your Amen. only thing to do now. So if he needs to, to rest a month, Rest a month. So why do they just say that? Home field, because they're not going to be hour hour. Well, here's why. Because for, for this week especially, if you're the Vikings, you have to prepare for one offense with Josh Allen and one offense with Case Keenum. You have to prepare for Josh Allen to run the ball, everything he does, and then Case Keenum, obviously, it's going to pack it in. They're going to run the ball more. Do you think it's weird that, like just in the division, two of them missed three games. They went one and two. Joe Flacco came in for the Jets, went one and two. Bailey Zappi won some game for the Patriots. But, oh, no. What if Josh Allen, what are we going to do? Should we put Josh Allen out there? Like, man, well, just go is. to your backup. Like every other well, team well, in the division the has done. Seed. They want the one seed, obviously, and they're fighting for that. But you have to I look don't like at, that, man. But now you look at the playoffs where road teams are winning way more than ever before. It used to be if you had one of those two buys, you're almost guaranteed an NFC Championship spot yeah. or a Super Bowl spot. Now teams are winning on the road. So if you're Buffalo, your goal now right. is just to get in. Whatever you have to Absolutely. do, rest them a month. Plus, you have other injuries, too. Like To me, it's just get ready for the playoffs now. Did you hear that, Nick? What's that? Road teams are winning. You, you're making it all about the Arrowhead Invitational. Well, last year, the Chiefs had an epic collapse. Like, let's be honest. That's not going to happen again this year if they're up three scores in the, in the postseason. Like, yeah, but I, listen, I, I understand road teams are winning in the playoffs, which is why it's all the more devastating for Buffalo that they've had two shots as the road team the last two years in the postseason and both times they've gone holding in one hand a win nothing and in the other hand all their Super Bowl rings also nothing <laughs> they, they the idea I, I just again it is important that there is a level of consistency exhibited in commentary across the league and six days ago the Buffalo Bills had the overwhelming league MVP he now has an injury in his throwing elbow, seems problematic. It also is an injury that cost him a month his rookie year. The team was dominant with the best defense in football. Well, Zach Wilson just led an 80-yard drive to put him away the following week. They were overwhelming favorites to be the one seed. They now are, if Josh Allen misses time, a coin flip to win their own division. It would seem like we should show a level of concern, especially because they have no experience of success to draw upon. They have no, don't worry, we'll be fine. Here's no. what we've done, nothing in the past. I'm concerned nothing. if Josh is hurt. Like, you know, well, he's will then be concerned. Well, seriously, but if he's back, I'm not concerned if they don't win the division. I'm really not. I'm, I'm with Jeff. Just be healthy. Okay. Going into the playoffs, and I feel good. So, frisky Patriots, here we come. Oh, oh, beat the Jets.
It's going to be cold. You think Miami's coming up? And- you guys beat the Jets? Patriots. So that's something you guys did something the Bills couldn't do. Oh, oh there we go. Here we go. Hey, somebody beat the Colts. Somebody <laughs> bad beat the Colts. Fox Sports proudly salutes our nation's veterans, which is why we are making camo our cause this Veterans Day in support of the Honor U.S. Vets campaign. Post wearing your camo on social with hashtag HonorUSVets and visit usvets.org slash foxforward to donate and learn how you can help end veteran homelessness. Welcome back to the show. Aaron Rodgers coming off a three-interception disaster, hosting the Cowboys 4 p.m. on Fox. If this goes bad for Aaron Rodgers, Brew, do you think the Packers should give Jordan Love a shot? And before you answer... I have to introduce Jeff Schwartz. Hey, everybody. Eight-year NFL veteran joins us. How are you doing? Well, yeah. Welcome, uh, nice. Jeff. I'll start with Brew. All right. Here, here, Two things have to happen to me before they go to Jordan Love. One, they have to be mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. Okay. Because it is Aaron Rodgers. And maybe there's hope. We, we, we talked about if they look great against Dallas this weekend and win, you're thinking, okay, we got a chance. Uh, the second thing is I have to have a pro- – because are we all in agreement they can't trade Aaron Rodgers for the most part because of the contract? Oh, uh, no. Because I think that's can. a big part. If you can trade Aaron Rodgers, it, obviously then that's another reason to go to Jordan Love. Yeah. But if you can't – because a lot of people seem to think you're locked in with Aaron Rodgers at his contract. You 100% cannot cut him. Right. I, I think you could if, – if you wait until sometime in June, you could do it. It's $40 million the dead cap space. To take on the, right. the other team has to want to take on 50 the – I, I think million. it's $27 million after June 1st. It, it's right. 16, the dead cap, I don't it, think yeah. that's the issue. I think what will the market be Right, for if him, someone else wants him. So, right, sure. at, that, at that salary. So if he's going to stay in Green Bay – If I'm Green Bay, I have to have a conversation with Aaron, like a private conversation, explain him why we're looking at, why we want to look at Jordan and make sure he's on board with it. Because if they, if Aaron's going to be their quarterback for at least next season, if not the next two, then I want to make sure he's on board with me playing Jordan Love. So those things have to happen to me. Go ahead, Jeff. If you go to Jordan Love, you're signaling the end of your relationship with Aaron Rodgers. Period. Like, that's the end of it. Right. So, what so if, if you think the, you can't they're, trade him, they're then not even do talk you do with him. It? It's like, hey, we're going to Jordan Love, and it's understood, like, you're gone after the season. They, you can't go back to Aaron Rodgers. What are you going to put the young guy in? You need to see him play for a while, right, to see if he's good. You're signaling this is the end of Aaron Rodgers as our quarterback. Well, How I, do you do so that? So, that's if you not, might I, not be able I, to trade him. I don't, okay, go ahead. Look, I, I think it would open the door to trading him. I do not think it would mandate trading him. What I would do, per, listen. The Green Bay Packers were fine, even though they didn't look good. Their numbers weren't good, but the record was good. Like the three and one, but they haven't really been that impressive. But it'll be fine. They have the Giants, they have the Jets, they have Washington coming up. They have tough game against Buffalo, and then they have the Lions. And they've played all five of those games, and they're 0 and five. They lost to the Giants. We couldn't believe it happened, but it was in London, and we didn't know how good the Giants yep. were. They lost to the Jets, and we were really like, "Holy bleep!" Even but maybe the Jets are guys, okay. Yeah, maybe the Jets. And then they lost to Washington. Yeah. Uh, and then bad. Buffalo was like, well, at least they didn't lose by 30. Yeah, the right. second half. Was second okay. half right, okay. right, right. And then they <laughs> lost to the Lions. And now it's over. So if they lose this week, which I believe they will, they then play on a Thursday. I'm not putting Jordan Love in, you know, in three days in Tennessee. If they lose this week, I would put Jordan Love in after the Thursday game. And here is why. They have a major decision to make with Jordan Love. They have to choose on his fifth-year option this offseason. they they got to see him play. Correct. And, and I would go to Aaron and say, listen, Aaron, I understand your feelings have been hurt in the past, and we, you know, we hope we made, you know, made up for that enough. With the $150 million we gave you this <laughs> offseason. It, it was a soothing ball. <laughs> and we can discuss your future with this team in the offseason. But independent of that, we need to see Jordan Love play because we don't expect you here in three years, and we need to figure out what if he's going to be here in three years. And even if we're going to retool around you next year, we need to let Jordan Love go kick ass for six weeks so we can trade him for something. Either, uh, okay, either no way, way I'm not no, buying I don't think, Ro- think Rodgers will buy that idea of, like, we're just going to see how he plays. If he plays terribly, you'll be our quarterback again next year. Well, okay, I but I guess, I guess my point is I don't care if I hurt his feelings. Okay, what there we get sure, to that. But I don't care. But, but, but then when, he's gone. He's your quarterback. He now. does. Well, Why? 
What if you can't trade him? That's my – like, then, if no one is willing to take him on for $50 million thinking you release he's washed. Him. Then you release well, him. That's the one thing the they money. can't do because it's like well, 100 – Well, not now. Yeah. You release him post-June 1st next year, about $27 million cap it. Like, you would – say. You're, here's the thing. If to, to evaluate Love, he has to play this year, right? If he plays terribly, going back to Rodgers feels – Odd. You're then admitting, obviously, that Rodgers wasn't good enough to win this year. Love is not good enough to win in the future. You're going back to the quarterback that's that wasn't good enough to win. That's why I think win. if you wait till they're mathematically eliminated, then maybe Aaron would understand. But that's like week going to be week 14 because the NFC is not very good, and you're always going to think 12 can come back and be good. Now, I don't think that. I think the Packers are what they are right now. I don't think we're going to see some magic revival this weekend against the Cowboys. Jeff, can I show you a graphic here? Yes. We're in uncharted territory with great quarterbacks on their losing streaks. So most games Tom Brady has ever lost in a row, five. Uh, Brady lost four, Peyton lost five. Drew Brees lost five. Again, this is when they were young. Rodgers has lost five twice, um, but now this would be the sixth loss in a row. There's a certain point where, I don't know, you tell me if this is wild, Jeff, but like in hockey, where you're like, you know what? Let's take the goal. You know, you, you, it's not your time. Let's give you a breath right now, switch up the goalies, and let you kind of recalibrate. Is that at all? Like, you've lost six in a row. Great quarterbacks just don't do this. Yeah, but if Love comes in and plays well, then, again, like you have said, we're done with you. Good. Right now. Then be done with which, it. Which is fine. Which is and fine. Just cutting. No, 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 no. Listen, I disagree with you, Brew, that there is a world that exists where no one would trade for Aaron Rodgers. Would you trade for the player that he is now? Not what he the, has No, been, I understand. For the player he is someone now. Someone would. I agree. Now, I don't think they get multiple first-round picks. But I think, he, I think that if Aaron, if, if, if Aaron Rodgers were available this offseason, Carolina or Washington Can I, or – What about the Jets? The, uh, do you think Carolina well, that makes sense for them? Because no. it's not like they're Carolina a great team. There's a lot of teams that do dumb things. Can I feed you back your own take that you're going to love? Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that you said that the Russell Wilson move has poisoned the waters for a great quarterback that just needs a new start. Like this guy – like, and he's playing so poorly – that I thought that was a great take. Under- Do you think it's a good take? No. no. Well, you're misquoting the take. And making it much worse. Uh, I think that any team that trades for Aaron would be trading for one or two years of Aaron Rodgers. Okay. And I do not think they, because if the Packers want to move on from him because of the contract, they know they wouldn't be getting much back in return. So could I see a team such as you said the Jets, I was thinking the Giants, if Daniel Jones falls off a cliff, but they oh. feel like we're right there. Chris Ballard's like, the, yes, let me get oh, one yeah. more. That, that, yes. That, that, yes. Matt that, Ryan, Philip Rivers. Somebody would do it. Look, I, I, I'm not saying he's untradeable because I said a few days yeah. ago they should start looking to trade Aaron Rodgers. So yeah. I – I'm with you, but everyone else seems to think you can't trade him. I, like, I, I, it's impossible. Would so, the Niners do it? I was, they were going to be would on make my list. Great I think that's a possibility. Do they have enough to give Brady up? might end up there. But somebody, there's going to be a game of musical chairs, and somebody, if Rodgers were available, would want him. They would say this year was the year from hell, cross it off. He's going to have one more good year with him. But I think for the Packers, they have to be sober about where they are and about that there is going to be a team after Aaron Rodgers and not playing Jordan Love ever before you have to decide on his fifth-year option would be such insane behavior. Mm-hmm. The only way to justify it would be, well, all first three years of his deal, we were awesome and competing for Super Bowls so we couldn't play him. This year, you stink. It was fine to not play him the last two years. You were fighting to win a Super Bowl. This year, you're not. If you don't now play him... When you are playing for nothing, what you're saying is you don't know what you're doing as a franchise. Like, they have to play Jordan Love for a minimum of four games this year, preferably six with how bad they are. Mm, okay. Mm. Coming up after the break, it's upset alert time. But first, here's Staff Sergeant Antoine Matthews. Hello, I'm Staff Sergeant Antoine Matthews from Quincy, Florida. Stationed here at U.S. Arsenal at Shaw Air Force Base, South Carolina. I just want to say happy Veterans Day and go Bucks. Hello, I'm Harry B. Willis III from Stockton, California, stationed with U.S. Arsent from Shaw Air Force Base. Want to give a shout out to the Dallas Cowboys. Let's go! Happy Veterans Day! And now it is time. Oh, welcome. 
Welcome to the hottest segment in okay. all sports television. It's time for Upset Alert. We're going to do it a little bit differently this time because I've been on a little bit of a cold streak, although all my upsets bit, have covered if bit. you've been paying attention, but I'm picking outright wins. Jeff will go first. Okay. I will go second. Whoa, hold on. Hold on. Before we even get to Jeff. Yes. So you're no longer running anchor on Upset Alert. He's but been losing. It's like How when Aaron Judge was on a little bit of a culture. Like maybe you should put him deeper into the lineup. Okay. Have him exactly what you know, know, I'm getting, can, I can I tell you real quick why that? You, you have sneaky. not I'm been good at this. Good. Bro, I'm like hold the, on. You thought the excuse magic. Excuse me. Excuse me, <laughs> folks. I'm going to need I'm going to need y'all to pipe down for a moment cuz I'm talking to the audience. Okay. Right here. What has happened with Wilds, it's the Aaron Judge thing would be the same if Aaron Judge all of a sudden changed his swing. Wilds, I do not know who you are picking this okay. week. But what I do know is what made Upset Alert our highest rated segment of the week, hottest what segment made it sports. move lines, mm -hmm. was you picking these heavy underdogs yeah. and making Brew and I go, what? Yeah. And then it would come through. Ever since we made that video compilation for you, That's curse. you have started picking three-point dogs, four-point dogs. It's been cowardly. But I have covered. It doesn't matter. Oh. That's you my segment. Outright. Nick's right. picks is about covering. Uh, you are about massive dogs winning. Shoot, Keep that in mind. That. Sorry, Jeff, go ahead. Okay, Jeff, thing. time for upset alerts. My <laughs> favorite upset concept, alert is the 49ers. They're hosting the Chargers. Wow. Ooh. I don't get – well, I know it's not a gambling segment, but they're getting – okay. Chargers are getting seven points. It makes no sense to me. Well, you're seven points here. Um, there's not a lot of great options this week. That's why I'm going with this team. If the Chargers can play and use Herbert to the full ability of what he can do, they can win this game. The problem is they often don't. And if you say, hey, let's open up the offense. Let's let Herbert do a little bit more. Hopefully some of the wide receivers are back this week. They can certainly win this game. I'm never a believer in Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he plays well on the offense. What? But he's wait, not the wait, reason why. What did you say? What did you say? He's not the reason why they <laughs> win football games. That is definitely correct. And we're going to talk more do about the Do we need Dusty? No, we don't yeah, need the dusty. graphic. Stop. We're going to talk about oh, in a moment. Are you a wins and losses guy? Are you yeah, a, a, a good old guy? Yeah, 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 you yeah, play to win the games. Isn't it all about winning? Wilds, remember you came with me I mean, yeah, but win. Can we just stay on the Chargers for a moment? Because I've seen our rundown. We're going to talk Niners in about 15 minutes. You said something that I totally agree with. Yes. And I just want to dive in on it for a moment. Why don't the Chargers let Herbert chuck it deep? He's a bad coach. Thank you, Jeff. It's just because, he didn't want yeah. to hear that. Staley no, is a well, defense coach. Oh, he's yeah, not calling but, plays, but the, but the defense, the also defense is not has not good. been good either. Like, if, you have, if you have one side of the ball, you better be good on that one okay, side right. of the ball. Okay, but, right, so but Staley, 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 you didn't know what you he didn't know. I didn't know it was going to Staley. Now he wants to change the subject. Jeff's an analytics guy like me. I thought he'd like him. And even then, even then, I'm picking them to to win this weekend in this segment. I like the plus seven a little bit better than than money. But you're picking an outright win. I get that. I'm picking the Chargers to win this game. Okay, like I'm hedging a little bit with my plus seven yeah, sure. comment, yeah. but okay. my point is like, so I just I don't know why. Like I don't know if they're afraid um, with the offensive line being beat up to let Herbert take the hits, maybe because of the ribs. But everything's short. Everything's, everything's short. Zero and, and five he's yards. Got a great arm. And when he is allowed to, throw, he had a throw last weekend up the seam a little bit. Like he threw that oh, ball a yeah. thousand miles an hour right on. Like he can do all those things. Like if they put him in like in, in a West Coast offense, an Andy Reid offense, or a Mike McDaniel offense, he'd be an MVP candidate. But he's not because they don't use him well enough in this it offense. Doesn't Bad sense. coaching, like you said. Oh, man, just period. Go ahead, Wallace. All right, now it is time for the Puxatani Phil of football to make his upset alert. And now, granted, I've cooled off a little bit. Yeah, you think? <laughs> I'm still. <laughs> I, I, just, I mean, but truth hurts. All of my picks have covered the spread. That's a Wikipedia fact. Why are you going? It's probably that's not true. what you were about. But I'm picking an outright winner this week. <laughs> Packers over Dallas in Lambeau, and yeah. I have three reasons why. I had to. I, I went the extra mile okay. to help out Aaron Rodgers. It's here. Reason number one. Don't throw the ball to the other team. Ooh, it's pretty simple. It's important. <laughs> Rodgers entering week 10 this year, seven interceptions, three lost fumbles. The previous three seasons combined, same. Seven interceptions, three fumbles lost. Wow. So this time, don't throw it to the Cowboys. Don't throw it to the guys in the yellow helmets. Reason number two, run the ball. You don't have to do it all. You, you, you don't have to throw the ball every time. Just run the ball. 
and here's why. Dallas, not great at stopping the run. Eh, they're okay. Yards per game, 135. They're 24th in the league. Yards per carry, 22nd in the league. Big runs, 29. Yards after contact, 23rd. Hand that thing off, bro. Get some yards. Okay. Doesn't all have to be Aaron Rodgers. Right. And then finally, this is this is like a life. This is a life talk too. A lot of people come to upset alerts to hear what we're going to say and also just get some life advice. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. So here's a little bit of life advice. When you're you really want something done, but you don't want to be a jerk about it. Just say, hey, friendly reminder, the meeting starts at 10. <laughs> okay? So that's what I want Aaron Rodgers to do in That is a shot at me. I'm sorry. Behind I was at parent-teacher conferences today, and I was three minutes late. I'm sorry. It's My apologies, friendly sir. Reminder. I just say, it's friendly. Why are you so bad? It's a friendly. So here's what it is. You say, friendly reminder, I'm going to throw a fade. Okay? Just say, friendly reminder, because the Packers seem to be running the wrong play. Yeah, that's not good. So here's yeah, Sammy Watkins. Yeah. Like, what is the play? Like, man, the play was a fade. The ball's over your head right now. So before you break the huddle, just say yeah. friendly reminder, and then tell all the receivers where they're supposed to go. Because in the red zone, you can't have yeah. stuff like this happening. And then he throws an interception. This is the biggest example of why they missed Devontae Adams. Right? This is just a choice route. He's choosing what to do. He's basing mm. off the leverage of the cornerback and, and what he's showing him. So him and Devontae Adams are on the same page all the time. That was always something that never messed up. That's him and Watkins. That's why they stare at each other. They're like, uh, right. they, they don't know what kind of well, what, what if what you said friendly on. reminder before you? <laughs> I mean, you could tell him, hey, fade, fade. Yeah. The but Aaron it Jones, was the they, way it was covered, or yeah, at least the, in his The mind. Aaron Jones thing is interesting because they've had, they've had three games this year where he has rushed over, 20, over 15 times, right? And in those games, he's averaging 8.8 yards a rush, 6.9 yards a rush, and 7.2 yards a rush. I don't know why they don't run him more. Let's go. It makes no sense to me. Uh, well, because they didn't he's have their, the friendly he's reminder. He's the best run offensive ball. player right now. Use him in your game plan. That's I, great I, analysis. I agree with you. And, Brew, I'm excited for your own Oh, not Brew. Well, look, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Before you get to yours, though, I, the reason I, I just want to stay here for a moment. What? What's happened to you? Oh, bro? stop it. That's a good pick. What? No one happened? no one has the Packers. Nick, four and Nick, get out of town. Right. They're picking a home team with Aaron Rodgers. You pick them. That's four yeah, and a half point favorites. You, Nick. I, this is why it's so disappointing. I don't know who Brew's picking, but there were three heavy underdogs this weekend. One of them, or heavy favorites is, I guess, another way to put it. One of them is a team you love mocking. That you always take shots at. Oh, um, no. In the Kansas City. Teams. You think I believe in the prince who has promised? I'm you will just, I'm just telling you. To the Chiefs I'm just well. telling you no. that right. the old wilds. I'm not. The before the you went Hollywood. To win a game. Or had the courage See, no, to pick. No, I'm with you, Nick. All right. And it, and it pains me to say this, Wild, because he's right. Yeah, okay. The Packers are bad. Yeah. But they still have a Hall of Fame quarterback. They're still in Lambeau. Okay, then you guys. Okay, so don't you? I'm gonna make the pick that the old Wilds would have made before everybody. You know, you became ballyhooed for your upset alert. Remember last week he was afraid to even make his own pick. Right, he made me. He made me make that terrible pick before you were recognized on the streets for being the upset Upset alert guy. Before you were known as the best. Predictor of upsets on television. Before the Rumble. cute promo graphic, yeah. you would have made this pick. Are you doing it? What? That's uh, right. Before that, no. oh, see yeah. how happy and excited you are? <laughs> yeah. It changed you, though, Wilds. Yeah. I'm making a pick the old Wilds would have made, and here it is. Washington beats Philadelphia no. this weekend. Oh, no. no, no way. I got proof, no. Jeff. I know you're mocking there's, me. I got proof. No proof. I got proof. Here's the proof. Go. Beyond the, I could give football reasons. I mean, first of all, Washington is frisky with Heineken against the Colts. With Ty- Taylor Heineken, well, the Colts beat the Chiefs. Okay. Uh, oh, we're going back to that again. Ty- they were they're frisky with Heineken. Yeah. And I told you, Philadelphia did they look great against uh, the Texans last week? No. No. So they're due. They, they and looked, here's they looked bad. I got by history. Like two I got history on my side. <laughs> Three of the last four teams that started eight and zero. Okay. Have lost in week nine. Oh, like, look at this. Wilds would have known that back good. in the day, well, a week, three weeks ago. That's pretty good. The Patriots, the Niners, and the Rams. I, the Steelers were the only team to win, right, and go 11 and 0. But guess who the Steelers lost to that year? The Washington football team at that point, they were called the Commanders. So I've got history on my side, Wilds. 
You would have known this a month ago. You would have known that. It's a special edition of Upset Alert. What? I'm also picking that. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yes. I picked two upsets. (laughs) Yes. I've got two upset alerts. I am picking Washington as well. That's a great one. I am also picking Washington. (laughs) You're stealing. It's coming back. It's a a two-for-one special. Time for Nick's picks. Speaking of Nick's picks, here's something that actually has been making people money the last couple weeks. Uh, can you remember the last time I lost? You were high. Uh, yeah. Can, I can we show last week? That's it. I like seeing myself as much as anyone. But can we please show last <laughs> week what I did? Oh wait, two last week. So last two weeks, five zero and one on the season. Now above five hundred. Don't back. worry about the locks. You're back. We're, we're getting them together. We are back in a big way, America. And you know how we're gonna stay back in a big way? By taking a frisky Titans team, laying less than a field goal at home. Ooh. Tannehill likely playing in this game. The Titans' defense just held Patrick Mahomes to 20 points in overtime. So is Russell Wilson going to score negative points? I don't know. Is that possible? It's on the board. I know there's no Jeffrey Simmons, but I don't care. Here's the deal. In that Titans-Chiefs game, the biggest plays of the game, Patrick Mahomes dropped back. No one was open, so he ran the football. You know who doesn't do that anymore? Mr. Quite Limited with his legs, Russell Wilson. Titans, minus two and a half. Next one. You and me, Jeff Schwartz, we're yes. on the same page here. Chargers, Ooh. seven point? It, it says road favorites, but they're certainly not road favorites. No. They're seven point road underdogs. We're taking the Chargers yes. plus the seven. My goodness. San Francisco D still a little banged up. Jimmy, you know, is going to throw you one. It's ah, just too no, many points. Maybe. This feels like 24 20 San Francisco. Chargers plus the seven. Give it to me. And then the lock of the week. Yes. Fading the fighting Jeff Saturdays. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. Take advantage of this while you can, America. Hey, the, the, at some, the Colts are going to play the Eagles here pretty soon. They might be 20-point dogs. The, the Colts are not going to be shorter than 7-point dogs the rest of the year. Only have to play 4.5. I know the Raiders put Renfro and Waller on IR. I don't care. This is what I do know. The Colts were 0 for 16 on third and fourth downs <laughs> last week, and now they have... Jeff Saturday as their head coach. They're not going to score 10 points. The Raiders just need 17 to cover. They had 120 yards of offense last week. So there it is. Love Titans it. minus 2.5. Chargers plus 7. And the Raiders minus 4.5. You know what that sounds like? Perfect Third week. straight undefeated week. Perfect. You Let's are go, perfect. buddy. Let's perfect go. week. Perfect Mr. Upset week. Alert's and back, two too. Upset alert. Let's go. <laughs> Talking 49ers and Jimmy G. Yeah. After the break, first things first. You stole my pick. I didn't. It was uh, a two- Hello, I'm Lieutenant Colonel Faye Anthony from Columbia, South Carolina, stationed with U.S. Arsenal Shaw Air Force Base, and I'd like to shout out to my favorite NFL team, Kansas City Chiefs. Go, Patrick! Oh. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the show. Happy Veterans Day, everybody. Chargers head up the coast to face the 49ers Sunday night. Jimmy likes his chances. Take a listen. When we got the whole whole regime out there, it's uh, it's it's pretty fun, and we we've had you know two good days of practice here. Uh, it's just a matchup nightmare for defenses. I mean, it's pick your poison type of thing, and so it's um, it's my job to get those guys the ball in space, let them go run, and be the special players that they are. But uh, yeah, it's been fun so far. I like the beard. It looks like you out there now. Stop. You guys, like <laughs> Jimmy, come on, Jimmy. Jimmy's a very handsome guy. The, no, no, Jimmy's a good-looking guy. We got to be nice to him where we can. Not that great of a quarterback. Very good-looking guy. Uh, but what's the question? But a good quarterback. The question is, do you agree, agree with the agree. king of quarterback wins, Jimmy Garoppolo? That it's a matchup nightmare for yeah. defenses. Yeah, of course. And I think pick your poison's exactly right. And Kyle Shanahan's just calling the entire game praying Jimmy does. Jimmy G doesn't bite that cyanide pill he has in his mouth. He's <laughs> oh. like, as long as he oh. doesn't kill us, we're gonna be oh. fine. But, it's, but he's right. Assessment. I mean, he's right. Yes. This is first-team All-Pro running back. First-team All-Pro from a couple years ago, tight end. First-team All-Pro from last year, wide receiver. First-team All-Pro left tackle, plus Brandon Ayuk as their other wide receiver. They have a legitimate all-star team everywhere on offense and then a quarterback that you just hold on for dear life with. Oh. But, yeah, I mean, it's got to be a total headache to deal with them now that they have McCaffrey as well. Because 
You are not getting any indicators if it's run or pass based on their formation, based on their personnel, I should say, because they can do anything. They can split McCaffrey out if you go heavy, then keep him in the backfield if you go light. So, yeah, if they had a top 15 quarterback, they'd be the overwhelming Super Bowl favorites. They would be. Like, so, yeah, I agree with Jimmy Garoppolo. He just has to not screw it up, and the problem is he very often screws it up. Uh, Christian McCaffrey and Jimmy Garoppolo have the same amount of uh, completions over 30 yards this year, air yards. Oh, nice one. Nice one, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Air yards. Air yards. Obviously, he's completed yeah, passes. Yeah. But in the air, over yeah. 30 yards, uh, McCaffrey and Jimmy Garoppolo. Christian McCaffrey's got the nice oh, stop. Oh, that, was that, was, that was really good. I, I think the Niners, you know, they have tons of weapons. You just highlighted it. Their, their left side offense line is good. The right side's a problem. And Shanahan does a great job of putting his guys in the right places. But you're right. Like, if they get into third and long situations, that's not where they want to be. Because that makes Jimmy Garoppolo be the offense. If they're on schedule, they're a tough offense to stop. The problem is when they get off schedule, Jimmy G's not good enough and hasn't shown the ability to make those special plays to get them to where they want to be. You know what he has shown the ability to do? Don't say wins, please. <laughs> you haven't been here long. What are we playing for? I thought, you know what? Are we playing to look cute out on the field? He does are that we playing too, for though. highlights? I'm just, I'm just we're playing he's a Super Bowl that we to win. Exactly. And where do they want to go? Because that was your phrase, where they want to go. Uh, They want to go to the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. And he's proven he can get them there. And then he misses the two throws in the uh, game. Oh, he the missed the ba- he They missed were up 10. And, it wasn't the defense's fault. They no, were only no, up no. 10 with nine minutes left. It wasn't the defense's fault. It was all Jimmy G. Yeah. Right, come on. I watched Sanders run free down the middle of the field. I was like, oh, boy, here we go. It happens. Eight yards downfield. It happens. Look, they in the you biggest were, moments you him, were right on the money, Nick, with all the description until you got to Jimmy G. All right. They have a quarterback who Jeff seems to mock it. It doesn't matter. But all he does I is win. He's one of the winningest quarterbacks in regular season history. And passer rating, passer rating's a legitimate statistic, so right? Is quarterback there is a he is in great company. Jeff, you probably haven't seen this because the way you're mocking. Ah. Look at this. Two passers ever. Pretty okay, good. with a passer rating that high and, and win 35 of their first 50 starts. So it's not just wins. He does that, of course. <laughs> but it's also the passer rating. I mean, come how, on. How long did it take you to find one stat to compare those two quarterbacks? It was simple. It was <laughs> simple. It was easy. And last, he's coming off a game. Pretty good quarterbacks in San Francisco's history, right? Joe Montana, Steve do Young, this. John Brody. It's none of the them, truth. none of them See, completed this. This is why. as high a percentage of their okay. passes. So this are, is are why. These are facts. The show? Hold on. These are facts. facts. Hold on a second. These are facts. I have to make two observations here. One I'm is, Drew loves when Jimmy has his, you know, semi-monthly horrific game where he, you know, runs out the back of the end zone or takes a safety different way or whatever. Yeah, twice a month. Twice a month, a horrific game. Brew loves coming on here and saying, like, it's not like I I say he's a great quarterback. Well, I don't. I just say he can win. But then you show these stats where he's next to Mahomes, and you say he did this better than Montana and Young, <laughs> and he's the, all these things that make it sound like you you think he's a great quarterback, no. and he doesn't. That's first of all. Second of all, you charlatan. <laughs> what I do? You he's with the facts. Ex- right. That's it. But, Brew, and I can't believe you'll take him. I thought you had a little more John Morant in you. Stay over there <laughs> Don't, on don't that try side. to take Ja from No, me. I'm not. You're about to take Ja But Wilds... Two weeks ago, I know. got up and left you. That's Don't you remember? He abandoned yeah, Jimmy. I forgot about He that. said well, he was with me on it. That's what, and now, I, where are after you anyway? one yeah, game yourself. against the Rams and a bye week, you're like, you know what? I'm back. It makes no sense. Well, are you back? Yeah. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. I'll take you because it was lonely over here. I'll take you. I'll take you. But I just want to know. Yeah, exactly. I'm back in the Monday, Monday, don't go back over well, here. Don't throw the ball to the other team. I'm not sure you're back. back. <laughs> <laughs> Medals time. Yep. Memphis hustles Darnell Coward with a heads-up play. Bounces off his opponent's head. That's why I said heads-up. Not enough to win a medal because there's no medals in the NBA medals for G League medals. Nick, who did it better? I appreciate the explanation. Bronze medal, <laughs> Jeremy Grant. 27-8 oh. and eight for Portland. Jeremy Grant 
was on a nice team as a role player, excelled. And he's like, I'm going to go to Detroit and be the man. And that was terrible. Mm -hmm. Now he's a nice player on a no good team again. He's excelling. No good job, Jeremy Grant. Grant Syracuse Fans legend, by the way. Not legend, but I like him at Syracuse. Silver medal, Kyle Kuzma. 36-11-6. Kyle Kuzma is one of the best rebounders at his size in the last 10 years in this league. Look it up. You think I'm wrong? That's look up the rebounding since he left the Lakers. Wow. And then the gold medal, Jimmy Buckets. And I see Jimmy Butler back on the medal stand. 35-10-8 for a much-needed Heat win in overtime against Bruce Charlotte Hornets. You might say, why are they Bruce Charlotte Hornets? Yeah. Because Bruce secretly is good friends with Michael Jordan. He doesn't talk about it that much. <laughs> there it is. There's the medal stand last night I'm in the NBA. That's pretty good. I'm a okay, it's uh, future things first time. This is when we look ahead to Monday and try to predict a headline. Brew, we'll start with you. I think you'll like this one. Okay, great. Philly washed of perfection. Oh. What? Wash, Washington beats them. Get that? Okay, you I got play that Play on words. Philly washed of, protection, of perfection. Okay. Is that really your headline? I don't know, because I heard you Dusty like, say no. no. I heard Dusty say no. Dusty likes Dusty. Just say, show what Bruce is. Put Bruce's newspaper no. up there. Let me see we're going to end the week with Bruce not knowing. There you go. No Josh, no That's problem. That's your headline. Yeah, oh. Bruce, you changed it. <laughs> Bruce changed it the last that minute too. and forgot. That Philly too. washed of perfection no Josh, was what no they problem. put on the screen for your upset alert, you doofus. Okay. No Josh, no problem. Is the newspaper? I heard this will work because I'm with you. Like, red alert, red alert. We I don't have, have that newspaper ready. <laughs> we can't do it. I will not make no Josh, no a problem. mortifying problem. mistake. I also that. have a play on words. You guys remember the great movie? Disney movie, The Princess and the Frog. Yeah. There's a lot of movies where there's frogs and princes and Not princesses and they kiss. No, there's plenty. Right. Oh, there's a lot of things. Oh, I'm sorry. You've never heard of one or two? kiss a frog turn into a prince. What about a prince bowing to a frog? <laughs> Oh, the prince bows to the frog. The prince that was promised. What do you mean? You're calling your guy a frog? Well, he sounds like Kermit the Frog, and he runs like Kermit the wow. Frog. We all know this. Wilds, what's yours? Is he going to like that? Okay, mine is this. Kyler Murray is dealing with a hamstring issue. He's day-to-day. So he's probably going to have to throw the ball a little bit more, have fewer runs. Kyler Flurry? So guess what? <laughs> Kyler Flurry. Is it Kyler Flurry? <laughs> Kyler Flurry. What? That is awesome. <laughs> that is an awesome headline. Kyler Flurry. You, I, you finally I came around. I 